Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Rosecast, the number one Bachelorette recap podcast hosted by a male interracial best friend duo. My name is Tim. With me as always, AB. Episode two, quick takeaways, Alex. I know you got some. I got some quick takeaways, Rim. You gonna okay. you gonna give them to me? After the break. Okay, I was going to say, they're not quick. These aren't no, quick. I got nothing quick to say about this. I have long-winded yeah. speeches about everything that happened. I cannot give you anything quick. I'll give you something quick, because okay. I'm a prof- professional. Okay. <laughs> Episode two is where the characters on this show kind of become who they are. Every season... This is already a long takeaway. Every season, <laughs> long. Every season, let me deliver in my cadence. Every season, we're given an impression about AB's taking a long sip of water that's taking <sighs> so long. <laughs> every season, and we watch episode one, and we're like, I like so and so. He or she is this or that, and then we're they're yanked in another direction on episode two, and they stay there the rest of the season. So we thought one thing about Cam, we thought one thing about Luke P, and now they're basically. Over here now in a totally different space that we thought they would be. And they're going to be there for as long as they're on the show, I think. So episode two is where people come into their own. I can buy that. Uh, Okay, let's get right into it. First segment, Chris with the fellas. Fellas, fellas, fellas. Uh, John Paul, one note I had here, John Paul Jones embarrassingly underdressed. Uh, with a what raggedy, was he wearing? I didn't notice. <laughs> a raggedy American flag tank top and raggedy jean jacket. Listen. Mornings in the house, you're hoping to get a date card. Act like it, okay? This is my take. You have to be ready. You have to stay ready. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. That's what we always say, always. Date card. Grant, Luke S., Mike, Jed, Jonathan, John Paul Jones, Dylan, Luke P. After the break, AB, and by after the break, I mean at the very end of the episode, I have a prediction and a take that A, I know you're going to love. And B is going to shake up the world. Wow. Bachelor, Bachelor Nation. Can't it's wait. A big, it's a big take. <laughs> it's a big take. Cannot wait. This one's been in the cauldron. I've been brewing this take up. <laughs> you got something to say? 
the, a lot of heavy hitters in this group that's date, what, Rim. I know I, I say that well. every single group date, but they had a lot of the big time dogs out here. Mike, Jed, Luke P. Wow. Grant, period, if you want to throw him in there. Uh, the daytime I date. I Yeah, I was just. <laughs> I can't picture Grant in my head. He sounds hot, though. Okay. Uh, the group date, daytime. Hannah wants to see these fellas loosen up, AB. And mm-hmm. what's the best way to loosen up? Uh, make them do something they're deathly afraid of. That's a, that's a fact. And in this case, we're talking about a swimsuit contest. And by swimsuit, I mean underwear. <laughs> okay, speedos to be exact. Quick takeaway from this segment, AB. On board? Did you have fun watching this with your wife? What, what were you Of course. Fan? Of course I was on board, Rim. I love, love these type of situations yep. where we really get to see what these guys are like. Body-wise. Bodies? <laughs> <laughs> and how they deal with the, the stress of the situation. I mean, you got people like Luke. Wow. It was some of the, one of the most amazing alert. bodies I've ever seen in my life. And then you just have normal like guys like me. And it, it it's crazy. Who has a body like yours? The first the guy that <laughs> went out there, say. the first guy that went out there, I'm like, I could, when he took, when he took his stuff off, I'm like, okay, I wouldn't be embarrassed if I was topless and naked next to this no. guy. Uh, Miss J, are you familiar with Miss J? I'm only familiar from funny memes and gifs. That's same, it. same. What the fuck? Tell you what, fucking random numbers mm. getting out of control these days. Listen, five times a day, random numbers. What's the point? Who's it's too much? Who's running these organizations? And I'm not gonna block. I'm not gonna go through the trouble. What am I gonna block it? every number? It's always a different number. Frankly, I thought Obama fixed that. Here we are. It's sad. <laughs> sad. Really. This is called the Mr. Right competition. Back to the show. Um, first up, Dylan. He's a little embarrassed, AB. Okay, a little hesitant about sure. this, but he's 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 first, so he doesn't know how this is gonna go. Luke S pops the shoulder a little more. Okay, still unimpressive, but slightly more confident than Dylan. Jonathan launches the robe off, winks and shakes Hannah's hand and smacks his butt, bounce a quarter, as they say. AB. <laughs> Next up is Mike. He does the twerk, and that no one else has the the cojones to pull that off. So that works for Mike, makes him stand out a little bit. John Paul Jones, uh, hair flip, traumatizes the judges with the speedo pull. Uh, maybe cross the line a little bit. <laughs> Who's to say? Where's the line in this competition? Jed, shocker of the group is that Jed was stacked beyond belief. Ab, nothing fancy here, no gimmicks. Just lets it speak for itself. <laughs> I didn't expect that. Finally, we get to Mr. Universe, Luke P. Quads are popping out the gym. <laughs> Explosive quads, okay? You know you know, he's got the vertical leap, a surprising vertical leap. Uh, they obviously, here's what I noticed. They sent these guys out in order of least impressive to most impressive yeah, bodies. They ranked them, and that's how they sent them out. <laughs> any, other, uh, any other impressions from how these guys handled the situation, at least? Two people really got the crowd going, Rim, okay? It was Big Mike. The anticipation when Big Mike was about to come up, you could hear just the buzz. It was it was a big fight field. The bu- the electricity in the in the place. I don't know if they're in a theater or what. The electricity in the theater was off the charts when just when Mike stood up, like before he was taking the rose off, it was whoa. Mm-hmm. And then when Luke stood up. 
I mean, oh. breathtaking. It was impressive. Like I said, guy was created in a lab to appeal to Hannah. Okay, and this is just another aspect of that. He puts the, the guys on notice. Like even the big, the big dudes. Like Mike was like, "Whoa, Luke is." That's how you know someone's big. Like Mike's a yep. big dude with a great body, and he's even like, uh, "He's the guys put me to shame." Keep in mind though, Mike was being humble because Mike's the man. Don't forget <laughs> that's that. True. Mike was <laughs> being humble and respectful that. of his competition. Don't true. don't forget that. Uh, next up, the talent competition, and I put that in quotes. John Paul Jones with the unicycle. I feel like he'd never done a unicycle before, which makes this kind of impressive. He's <laughs> I like, impressed. I guess I'll do the unicycle. <laughs> he, he started. Uh, if you've done a unicycle, you know how to do a unicycle, like right off the yes, jump. Yes. He was kind of sh- really shaky at the start of go- <laughs> pushing off on a unicycle. <laughs> like you didn't know if he was going to be able to ride it or not. So that's how makes me also believe that he's never done that before. Well, here's what confirms it. He couldn't go backwards. He could roll yeah. forwards. He could not go backwards. <laughs> yep. Okay. I was impressed. Luke, Luke S, a uh, trumpet, slightly on there? better than my trumpet in fifth grade back when I used to show up to the weekly lessons in school and I'd press the things. I don't even know what they're called. And they'd stay down because you never practice at home. So the things would just stick down <laughs> and then you couldn't play for the rest of the day. So a little better from Luke S. Anything on that? These boys have no talent, Rim. Most of them. Most of them don't. Most of them don't. I think they were forced to use props, honestly. And that pigeonholes you. Yeah, true. Jonathan tap dances and juggles pretty good. Mm-hmm. Mike uh, basically wore, Mike apologists. His talent was wearing high heels and saying something nice to Hannah. That was his talent. To be fair, Mike, Mike guy Let's here, be fair here. Let's be fair. <laughs> the guy knew how to rock some heels. Oh, yeah. He was, he, he was moving better than anyone I've ever seen in heels. The line was, gender. for those who didn't watch, <laughs> okay. just standing there. The line was, I'd walk a mile in your shoes to be closer to you. Okay, Mike and Jed could collab on some lyrics for a song. No, we'll get to Jed later. We're getting to Jed right now. Brought the house down. Well, you didn't like his, I call no. it like a country Jamiroquai type of, because he hit the high notes. Okay, so here's the thing. He did How a could thing, you not like this? How could you not like this? He did a thing earlier in the episode with Miss Alaska. That was really good. Like, Miss Alaska and uh, Jed put on a show. One of the best songs I've ever heard on this show. I would download that song. When he came out by himself playing the guitar, guitar was great. But the voice was a little off, Rim. It was off-key a little bit. I'm sorry. I hear what I hear. For people who don't know, A.B. can sing. It's a secret. It's a big secret. (laughs) He never does it, but he can sing. It's a once every three years situation, but he does it. So he has authority to speak on Jed's apparently trashed voice. Which is not sorry. Like some of you people out there are like, whoa, he hit the high note. No, he did not hit the high (laughs) note. No, he did not. No, he he didn't. He did a high note. He did a high note. He did not hit a high note, okay? I'll be here, Mr. Ray. Listen, the the lyrics, fire, okay? Mm -hmm. The voice just didn't and you never know with the acoustics in those places and That's true. Give, did he have fair. like i didn't know i didn't notice if he had like the ear thing so he could hear himself singing could tell no. if he was off key no. it was a tough situation for a singer but he was off and that's all i'm going to say about it 
So there's always a guy who's lives in Nashville and wants to be a singer every season. Mm-hmm. Luke Pell, etc. Huge advantage. Jed is that guy here. I think Jed's probably more genuine than most, but huge advantage for Jed to actually get to perform while he's on the show. Yeah, no, that the, is nice. The, the singers have never gotten to perform before on the show. He got to do it, and it was a good song. Uh, the laymen were probably okay with the pitch mm-hmm. and the tone and the octaves and other musical words. <laughs> so I think this was big for Jed. This is a big moment for Jed. Okay, I'm gonna when Jed releases a single, I'm gonna my ears will perk up now. I did a little research, Rim. He's only got one YouTube video. Like, is I don't think he's really a singer. He might be more of a songwriter. Okay, Ooh. like why does he only have one YouTube video if he's really a, if he's trying to become a singer? No, you got to have videos out there. We'll see. Well, we'll time will tell. Time okay. will tell. Luke's talent. What did you make of Luke's talent? Luke was shook by the song, as most of the guys were like, my talent isn't shit. I got to I gotta scrap this. I got to... Luke had to do something oh. big, okay? And he did. So you, th- you think he scrapped his planned talent? I think he had something else in plan, Rim. Ready for it. You're giving a lot of credit to this meathead. <laughs> what did I you just, make of it? I th- I thought all the guys were kind of shook by by what Jed did because they didn't. No one else really had. Well, Luke Luke was the only one who had to go after him, really. Yeah. So what'd you make of this? This is the biggest, boldest proclamation in the history of the show. It'd be his talent was literally telling Hannah that he's falling in love with her. That he's was like, his talent. Y- you know what? I'm not even gonna do this. I just gotta get this off my chest. I am starting to fall in love with you. Now, keep in mind the first rose ceremony, the limo stuff was yesterday. Literally the day before. The day before you (laughs) might have talked to her for 15 minutes at this point, okay? (laughs) Keep that in mind. Of course, what do I think? It's a tad early, Rib. A tad early for this. (laughs) Just a tad. What do you want me to say about this? (laughs) He's telling her he loves her. He has had one conversation with her, and he got a he got a first impression rose. Um, it's a joke. It's a joke. It's one of those things we have to acknowledge. It occurrences like this give the show, the franchise, a bad name. It really does. It gives ammo to the Kelly Rippers of the world to rip the show for being ridiculous. But we all acknowledge it. True fans will say this is absurd. No one, no, literally no one in America watched that and was like, wow, Luke, so romantic. Everyone was like, what is wrong with this guy? (laughs) Now, had that been me, had I been in the audience, we talk about going to one of these group dates on occasion, I'd have booed the guy. You understand? Mm -hmm. I'd have booed him post love proclamation while he's walking up to kiss Hannah. I'd have gone, boo. No, I'd have booed him. (laughs) Everyone was cheering. I'd have booed him. But it worked. It worked. It worked, and he won the Mr. Right okay. competition, which is crazy. It's time to have a talk about this, Rim. The competitions on this show, I think I've said it before, but they're yeah. becoming even more of a joke. We need to do a deep inquiry into what these competition segments are all about. Like, what is the judging process in these events? We, what are the rules? I need to know. I need to know what the criteria is right now because this is unacceptable. This was a joke. There were no judges. There were there were three people or four people on a panel there to make faces for gifts later, and including Miss J. They the succeeded. Miss J course, was killing. Miss J is the absolutely electric. I've never seen <laughs> America's Next Top Model, but that guy is uh, uh, constantly when he's on camera. It's must see just to see his face. It's yeah. good. 
Absolutely. But my point, you're right. You're 100% right. This was a joke of a competition. The, they, they, they gave him Mr. Right because it would annoy everybody. That's all it was. Hannah didn't even choose. It wasn't even her decision. They didn't explain anything. He did not have a talent. Now, maybe if you explained it to me, like I, if you were taking both the swimsuit competition and this into account here, maybe his swimsuit competition part was that much better than everyone else's that he didn't even need a talent. But I don't buy that. Let's go to the nighttime portion. Start with the Mike Toast, the adult in the room. Listen, disjointed toast. He said, I wanted to give a cheers to people being real, being honest. Don't overstep your bounds. It's more of a threat than a toast. This is is a toast where you're like staring at the person you really mean it for. Yep. Make sure this love is forever, not just for 15 minutes. And everyone's like, yeah, good toast, Mike. Like kind of out of fear. Yeah. A couple ricochet shots towards Luke P, but that doesn't phase him. Nothing can phase Luke no. P. That's what makes him kind of great in one sense. Uh, what do you got on Luke P's one-on-one time with Hannah? After he proclaimed his love for her, and they just met, we're talking, less than 36 hours prior. I'd like to point out a funny thing I, I noticed. I don't know if you caught this, but they, they're cutting to, right after he says I love, he's falling in love, a bunch of the, guy, the guys are on tilt. They don't know what to do at this point. One guy, I don't even remember who it was, he says... I'm all about falling in love at first sight, but I don't believe in it. That's <laughs> I didn't hear that. <laughs> I'm all about it, but I don't believe in it. <laughs> what do you mean? Those guys were shook. Uh, Luke's, Luke's one-on-one time, he ex- tries to explain himself, basically. Like, you have some explaining to do at this point, and he knows it. Like, you just said you loved me, and we've had one conversation, so... Please explain to me how that could be the case. Luke frames it in a good way. I'm not a Luke apologist, but he he did his best that he could. He said he was starting to fall in love or he started to get feelings for her before he even met her. Okay. Okay. If that's true, I don't believe it. Because she's been on TV. She has been on TV a long time and he knew she was going to be the Bachelorette. So maybe... This is true. I don't think it is, but maybe it is. This was as, I can't think of a better explanation for it than no, this. No, it's truthfully. It's, uh, it's as good of an explanation as you can give, okay? Yeah. Some of you out there, you, maybe you are on a dating show and Rihanna is the object of your affection. It's plausible that you would fall quickly for Rihanna, okay? Or Prince <laughs> Harry or whoever it may be, okay? It's plausible. I I don't buy it, of course. Of course. Of course. But it's a it's a solid or as solid as a rationale as you can have if you're Luke. And mm-hmm. by the way, it works. Hannah loves it. And they make out. The red flags are gone, AB. See, this is the problem though, Rim. The big problem I have with it. It's manipulative. He's sure. using it as a tool in my eyes to get further in this competition. Of and course. We'll talk about that even further. He kind of makes a comment that alludes to that. Well, even she does. Canna to the camera says, he's saying everything my heart needs him to say. Well, I wonder where he honed that skill based (laughs) on what we know about Luke, how he sharpened those tools in his bag of deceitful tricks. Okay, ladies, man, Luke knows what he's doing. Like it or not, he knows what he's doing. And it's working. And it's disheartening. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, after the one-on-one time, Luke has a, a talk with Mike. Mike, this was a this was a moment that might have been overlooked. No, Mike no, says, no, 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 no. Mike has a talk with Luke. 
What did I say? Oh, I have Luke as a talk with Mike. No, Mike had a t- Mike was the one doing the talk. He's the grown up talking to the yeah. child. Words matter. The, the, te- the student becomes a teacher, yeah. folks. <laughs> Luke, Mike has a talk with Luke, and Mike says, "What makes you feel that you're starting to fall in love with her?" And Luke's answer is, "You know, that's a phenomenal question." <laughs> <laughs> And that's it. He's like, wow, great question. <laughs> and then he says, if I want something, I'm going to go get it. Now, every season on e- the, on yep. both shows, someone uses that phrase, and there's more than one on this season, uses that phrase to justify ridiculous tactics. Like, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go for it. It's like, okay, well, I suppose, but you're lying. As part of going for it, you're probably lying. And you're disrespecting other people, which other contestants have done. Yep. That's my take on Luke P at the moment. Just a reminder, Luke is the guy that had a lot of sex in college, but then found Jesus in the shower. I just want to remind people of that. It's it's convenient that when the women were no longer around him at all times on the campus, it's just convenient. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's just convenient. Jed and Hannah, uh, one-on-one time. Uh, Jed loved the daytime portion. Hannah liked uh, his talent, the fact that he was open to different experiences. This results in the group date rose for Jed. A win for the good guys, AB. Is it though, Rem? This is like yeah, a second a place. This is the second place rose Why? in my How? eyes. Because she, sa- she said Jed calms her while Luke P takes her breath away. Okay, what are we doing here then if he... <sighs> He's taking your breath away. He's the favorite right now. It's sad to say, but Luke is the favorite right now. We all have to come to grips with the fact that something is going to have to happen for Luke to lose at this point. And something bad has to happen. He has to do something. He is the favorite. As long as he just stays solid, he's going to win this competition, okay? She likes him the most. Those are all facts. Um, I So... my note here about drop, imagine dropping an album and not getting a group day rose is kind of irrelevant. No, it's irrelevant. He's not, he's not it's irrelevant. Off, okay. He's the favorite right now. Just a reminder, Rim, the last four bachelorettes have ended up choosing the person that got the first impression rose. Now, who got the first impression rose, Rim? I believe it was Luke P. Okay. All right. Case is closed. <laughs> yeah. Well, the case is not closed. Stay tuned. Watch the season. Find out at the end of this episode who Rim and AB picked in their batch bracket picks. Find out. Yeah. I don't think AB picked Luke P. I don't think he remembers number one. I'm no, starting I do. to wonder if I'm starting to wonder if AB filled out his bracket based on the look. We'll find <laughs> out. We'll find I did. Out. I did. We'll find out. Um I'll get my Luke P take later. I that's just half of it, okay? Wow. What an in-depth take. <laughs> my big my big tease take is much quicker. Uh, back at the house. Tyler G gets the date card. Who? Which I would classify as out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this? I don't I would have figured Cam or Hot Connor or other Hot Connor. <laughs> anybody. Tyler G surprised me. Yeah, me too. I didn't know who he was. The one, honest to God, you want me to be in a moment of truth here? I don't think I picked Tyler G to go that far on my bracket, not because of what happened or didn't happen on episode one, but because his headshot head size is not representative of reality. 
His head is really big in his headshot, and I don't oh. think it's fair representation. He looks fat, is what I'm saying, and I don't think it's fair representation of Tyler G in real life. Okay. Let's talk about the date, though. Let's talk about before the date, though. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Hannah picks up Tyler G from the house. One thing I notice about this scene is Mike is wearing literal pajama pants outside. <laughs> Plaid flannel pajama pants. That's confidence. Spin zone, that's confidence. He's the man. Another spin zone. He's done his work for the week. His week's (laughs) over. He knows he's not getting another day. It's time to chill. The rest of the week, it's chill time. Who are you trying to impress? No, be yourself, Mike. Uh, A little something called a helicopter, AP. The rides here. (laughs) Helicopter landing, I guess, I don't know, outside on the driveway. I didn't see. I'd also like to point out, Rim, this is the point of the season where everyone's still like really happy for each other. Yeah. Yeah. One of the guys who's sitting right next to her is like, we're just all... We're just excited for our guy Ty or something like that. It's like, <laughs> well, it also helps. Weeks. It helps when there's one or two people that the whole house can kind of team up and be against on one side. And obviously, Luke and Cam are those guys yeah. right now. So if any, as long as it's not them getting the one on one date, they're fine. Mm-hmm. Hannah says, Tyler, and I have to keep looking at my notes to remember his name of the person who went on this date. <laughs> Hannah says, Tyler is like Tim Tebow, but hotter. Do you understand the I, phrase? I have to <laughs> respectfully disagree with with is our bachelorette here. He's no, not. not the, he's Tim Tebow is one of the hottest people alive. I I don't know. What well, else he to was tell you. in his prime. In his prime, Tim Tebow's our age. Okay, so yeah, metabolism is slowing down a little bit for Tim Tebow. Uh, he plays AAA baseball now. Shout out Tim Tebow. Hit his first home run over the weekend. Wow. Uh, but. Tim Tebow, in the eyes of a 24 or 25-year-old who went to an SEC school, that's the ultimate catch for a Southern Christian girl with a degree from Alabama, period. I agree. So saying Tim Tebow but hotter has to vault him to the top of your, near the top of your power rankings. Okay. I agree. I I wrote down before this date started, this this smells of the, the type of date where... I don't know anything about them, but by the end of it, I'm thinking of them as a front runner. Well, and are you? Stay tuned. Okay. There's not much to talk about on the date, honestly. No, there's not. Uh, part of this date was you drive around in dry parts of you know the hillside on ATVs, and then afterwards they smear you with mud on your face and your clothes, and then you <laughs> do the interviews. That was mostly this date. The champagne picnic on the hillside, Hannah brings up Colton- Early, not a great move. Basically says, I wish I didn't botch my first one-on-one with Colton. Maybe I'd be with him now. That was the gist of her message. What did you make of Tyler G, the Tyler G monologues on this date? They put me to sleep, Rim. Why? He's a boring guy. Okay. I... I liked the lines. I liked the things he was saying. I agree. His delivery seemed rehearsed. Rehearsed? Oh. Agree or disagree? Uh, Not re- Maybe rehearsed is the wrong word. But it sounded like he was doing a, you know, a read for a role as the boyfriend okay. on a daytime soap opera. Wow. It was just, it was like over the top delivery. Like, I'm the luckiest guy in the world. You're so it was amazingly just too good. Yeah. Like, just. You're kind of dirty and you're laying in the dirt. It's not that great. (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't know. That's just my opinion. I was just day, like, what is this, this guy talking is about? Not that good. <laughs> no, this day is not that good. You know, Hannah's great, but not that. I don't know. It's just too much. She was just over the top. Relax, Tyler G. Play it cool. Okay. Nighttime, rooftop, dinner, candlelight. Can I say something about dinners? We always talk about how they never eat, and everyone says they never eat. They should eat. Part of dating someone and potentially marrying them is figuring out how they eat. If, mm-hmm. you eat, if you're if you a gross eater, we got a situation. Okay? Absolutely. If, if Tyler's fucking shoveling the stuff into his <laughs> tomb with his mouth open, you know, he's not getting a rose. Make them eat. Also make them go to restaurants and see how they treat service uh, staff. That's probably the number one indicator. Okay? <laughs> I think I've heard that. I think you've said and that one before. Let me repeat takes. We've done a lot of episodes. <laughs> I've heard Tyler- that take. <laughs> Here's another just over-the-top line. Tyler asks Hannah what she wants in life. Hannah's like, you know, I want... Hannah's v- extremely vague about her answer. She says, I want to have a family and I want to help people in my career. Uh, and then Tyler's like, what's the point of all this if you can't make the world just a little bit better? All right, like, okay, we get it. You're you like Hannah. You're a good guy. <laughs> I just wasn't a fan. I wasn't a fan. I wasn't sold on this guy, Rim, for a couple reasons. I thought he was boring. He didn't keep my attention. And, he, and Kendall wasn't, it was chirping in my ear about how boring he was, too. That's your wife. That's my wife. Yep. She was calling him a, she called him a dork. Kendall called a guy yeah. a dork? This guy must have been a really boring the Bradfords. And boring. Okay. <laughs> We were both on our phones, like messing around while you know, this date was going on. It just didn't didn't have anything for me. He said, "I feel like the luckiest guy in the universe." And then he gets the rose, and he goes, "Now I'm really the luckiest guy in the world." It's like, come on with this guy. <laughs> then they make out. I just don't know about the connection. I just didn't get the vibe that. I mean, it worked, and she liked it, and he got the rose. The result was good. I just. It was I didn't an, feel the connection. I didn't feel it in my gut, you know? No, I agree. It, it was an underwhelming first date of the season. Oh, absolutely. Forgettable. Very forgettable. Very forgettable, and I don't think he's a contender. Agreed. Spoiler alert. Back at the house. Date card. Devin, Mateo, Darren, Connor J, Kevin, Dustin, Tyler C., Joey, Peter, Garrett. This is the B team. And Peter. Mm-hmm. And Peter, yeah. <laughs> uh, roller derby date. What do you got on this AB? Other than it was a disaster. Der- I'm big into derbies, Rim. I don't know if you knew sure. that about me, but I'm big into <laughs> roller derby, okay? <laughs> okay. Now, I Can say you that. skate? Can you skate? I got, I got some questions about, about skating in general for you later where I'll answer that question. All right. I was thinking. <laughs> I don't even know what you said. <laughs> I was thinking last night as I'm watching this, I'm like, I fuck with roller derbies, but then I couldn't figure out why I fuck with roller derbies. Was there a show on when we were kids of like, it was roller derby, but it, I think it was fake because they were doing like WWE moves on the, on, the, on the racetrack. Is this a real thing or am I imagining this in my head? That rings a bell. I can't confirm it. There was the 
the movie Roll Bounce. It wasn't a movie. Nick this Cannon. is a weekly. I know Roll Bounce. This is this was a <laughs> this was a, what I'm envisioning in my head that I still don't know if it's true or not. I, I haven't How tried to look it up. People were doing like power bombs and shit on the. Uh, oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah, it was incredible, and I watched every week. There was roller derby in our hometown. There was. 15 years ago. Are you talking about that? No, no, no. This was something on TV. I need someone to text into the rose bag <laughs> right. and tell me if I'm crazy or not. But I mess with roller derby, and it's because of this... F- I don't know if it's you a really real thing or not. really mess with wrestling. <laughs> really, you mess <laughs> with know. wrestling. I don't know if it's a real thing. Roller derby is like competition, but it, it's... I know what roller derby. I characters. am very familiar with roller derby. It doesn't sound like you're familiar <laughs> at all. You're, t- you're describing pro wrestling on skates. It's That's real what competition. This was, but it was a real competition, too. Like, they had the like the all jammers right. that had to run... They had to go forward, and you, get, and you pass. The first one to pass the line gets the points and stuff. I don't know all the rules, but I'm familiar. This sounds like something that would have been on ESPN2 when they had like the 90s font, like extreme. Absolutely. You know, the big two. Um, Anyway, Darren, long story short, Darren and Dustin are the only two guys who can skate. Well, that's my other question. That was what I was going to bring up. Is it not normal for people to know how how to skate? I guess I I was under the assumption that 95% to 99% of people knew how to skate. But maybe that's because I'm a super skate guy. (laughs) No, 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 no chance. (laughs) Didn't you go to to a roller rink when you were a kid? You didn't know how to skate? Didn't know how to skate. Oh, ladies, you're going to have to help me grab my arms. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) We're talking third grade, right? I I can't skate. No chance. This is news to me. I never had rollerblades. Oh, wow. Yeah, no. I thought everyone like, like a bike. I would I would compare it the same like way a like bike. Yeah, I thought everyone like the same amount of people that knew how to bike knew know how to roller skate. And basically, no, the, the huge amount like ninety over ninety percent of people probably know how to ride a bike. I thought it was the same for roller skates. Text in seven seven three two three four seven seven nine four. Say yes, I can skate. No, I can't skate. Little non scientific polls, statistics boys. We're talking way too much about skating, AB. <laughs> I feel like Connor J got a concussion. That was my takeaway from the daytime portion. He smacked his head on the back. It's the kind of thing that would have stopped the basketball game for yeah. 20 minutes mm-hmm. and stretchered out. Luckily, he had his helmet on. Back at the house. Cam playing the blues on the harmonica. Now, we mentioned <laughs> this because this gets a point for me. This is a plus for Cam. You want to talk about, bet you didn't know this about me. I used to own not one, but two harmonicas at the same damn time. That's good. Two harmonicas. <laughs> what do you need two for? One's like a, you know, like a kind of, you know, starter. And the other one's like, you this is for heavy, when I get good duty. harmonica. <laughs> <laughs> I, I never quite made it to the bigs in the harmonica game. Tongue too wide. Got too wide of a tongue. Okay. okay? Um, so that just, I'm pro cam. That's so you're pro cam. Are you okay with him acting cam. like he was, like he was in jail singing the blues because he didn't get a group date? Is that, yeah, are you okay with that? That's funny. That makes me laugh. The way you described it made me laugh really hard. So yeah, I am okay with that. Man, been up here two whole days. Okay. Back up, back on the date. I'm not pro cam. Just be clear. Like I thought that was funny. Despite the fact that no, almost none of these guys can skate, they're going to go through with this roller derby, this for real roller derby. Uh, I just noticed that the guys who are good aren't even that good. No, they all stink. Like the two guys who are like the big skaters, 
Dustin fell on his ass, rolled his ankle, and <laughs> Darren, uh, they're basically guys who can skate without biting at every 10 feet. That's the quality of skaters. If I was on this date, I would have been the best skater, and I am not a good skater. You know, show me state on this. I don't. I, can I, skate. Just, I just don't know. I just I haven't seen it. You I'll think z- I've seen? I have skate. blades. I bladed rim. Okay. <laughs> I feel like blading is easier. Is that I don't true? Know. No, I, they're both easy for you. They're both I get easy. It. <laughs> just to be clear, they're both easy. Okay. Uh, the green team won. Uh, Darren's team doesn't hey, matter. Rim. Why was Fred Willard here? Because Chris Harrison likes Fred Willard. So he's just, that's, he's just, this is just it. He, this is just what he does now. Fred Willard, this is Fred Willard's main gig at this point in his career is coming on and hanging out with Chris Harrison, calling okay. fake sports competition, fake competitions because of Best in Show, one of the, one of the great movies of all time. Yeah, but it started with like Best in, they were doing yep. something <laughs> that matched with that. But now he's just on every episode on competitions. This is just Chris Harrison wants to spend time with Fred Willard. That's all it is. Because I'm a huge Fred Willard guy. He's not bringing the value like he used to in terms of the comedy. It's not there. He's just kind of sitting He was here funny like, this episode. He had one standout line when, when the guy rolled his ankle or whatever. He's like, well, Chris, I hope you're happy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that was that might have been a real like actual not a bit line <laughs> that's right i wasn't sure i wasn't sure uh anyway my point with this was there was no stakes to this match no. which nothing on the line makes it not very fun yep um and and usually on these on the bachelorette the guys on the group dates take a sporting competitions too seriously but not here because none of them were any good they weren't good enough to be competitive mm-hmm. group date nighttime Dustin gets the one-on-one time first. Maybe a little pity one-on-one nose time. Ring guy. He'll take it. Nose ring guy. That's mm-hmm. one way to describe Hey, take your nose ring out during the competition. How about? I mean, that's, <laughs> even, that's even scarier than an earring. I agree. Anything on this one-on-one time? He's positioning himself as different from all the other guys, Rim. He's trying to be the sensitive guy here. Maybe get a little further along. I think he, we all know this guy's not going to win, right? So now at this point, he probably knows it as well. It's time to position yourself to get along longer so you can get yourself a Bachelor in Paradise cameo. Oh, yeah. He's a, he's a good Bachelor in Paradise mm-hmm. guy. Yep. yep. You, you got to keep fun, in mind. Weird, he's got to stick around a while. Terrific breakdown. Terrific yep. breakdown for maybe. Maybe I had something about Hannah here. Maybe it's her pageant background. But the way she's looking at these guys with the eye contact and the smiling, the real sm- it makes me feel like she genuinely likes most of these guys and cares about what they had to say. I said this before he, spoiler alert, got the group day rose. I think and I don't she's think really she's being nice. I think she's really good at connecting with people and making them feel special, which is a good trait to have. Agreed. In my opinion. And Dustin and Hannah make out. Now, I had the, sp- I'm, I had the extra speaker on the TV. The loud makeout. Okay, run the tape back. <laughs> it's a little too loud. Peter one on one time. What do you got on this? Just absolutely adorbs guy. Yeah, yeah. Is that what they're saying? Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. But then he's like talking about how he might have flown her in the plane once. That's cute. That's really it, cute. Like, no, you haven't. For one, he's sure. <laughs> that just stood out to me. I'm again. I'm gonna come off as an anti Peter guy. I just haven't loved him the first two episodes i do still think he's got the entire package and he's a front runner but i'm not i have it you me like personally <laughs> i need okay. to see more from him 
I thought the there's a good chance I could have flown you line is straight out of a rom com. Maybe that's just, <laughs> exactly. May, that's a good thing. <laughs> that's a good thing. Maybe okay. <laughs> that's a cute situation. Um, another thing about Pete, for him, the relationships have had to go on the back burner. He's had he's ascended in his career, pun intended. This is ascension means mm-hmm. going up, taking, taking off, off, piloting. The thing about Peter is that's a very lucrative career. So you know he's not here to be, you know, mm-hmm. IGP. Pete's here for Hannah, and that's probably it. He's I don't see Pete on Bachelor in Paradise. Probably because he doesn't have an electric personality, but <laughs> because he's here for love. Okay. I'm a P- I'm Peter guy. Cute. He's cute, A.B. Also. He is cute. He's cute. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Cam shows up. First, you got to cut to all the guys that have no shot at winning this competition, chatting about how they can't wait to get time with Hannah. That's that sets it up. Rim. You got it. You can't skip yeah, that yeah, part. Yeah. Well, They're all chatting that- about like, I can't wait till I get to sit down with Hannah. This is it. I mean, they were like, I'm glad I'm guaranteed time tonight. That's yeah. what feels good. <laughs> and then Cam shows up straight. Su- now, to remind everyone, Cam's not on this date. No, okay? so this is unprecedented. Yeah, you might not remember that because there's a lot of guys out here. But Cam is at home. He did not get a group. He didn't get a date at all this he week. He didn't get a date for the week, which is crazy because he got that first impression rose yeah. and after the final rose and he's been a star so far. Straight substitute teacher outfit, A.B., with the shirt tucked in (laughs) stiff. That shows I'm here for business. I'm not here to play around. Respect me, kids. He says this is a very Cam thing to do, which is all we need to know about Cam at this point. Showing up and disrespecting other people, including Hannah, on a group date. Very Cam thing to do. Maybe you shouldn't always want to be Cam. (laughs) No, you should try to change who you are, Cam. Maybe chill and not try to be like yourself for a little bit. No disrespect. (laughs) Um, Not only does he crash the group date, he crashes one-on-one time. Yeah. 
with Devin. Walks right into some one-on-one time. Is nothing sacred? What is going on here? This breaks all the rules of the game. Show some respect to Bachelor Nation. I get that they have to find new ways to start conflict, but once you allow this, there's no going back. Anything Anything goes. goes. The structure of the show is out the window. There should have been a bouncer at the door that hemmed his ass up and tossed him out. Yep. I agree. And it it should have been Luke. Shouldn't be allowed. (laughs) Anybody can just do anything now. Yeah. I mean, what is what is Hannah and some guy going to go on a, a you know a hot air balloon date? And oh, surprise! Cam is doing the torch. <laughs> Cam's on the one on one. Come on in, guys. <laughs> yeah, do a little hot air ballooning. Show you what I'm doing. My name is Cam, and I am the man. And my biggest problem with this is that Hannah doesn't kick his ass no, out immediately. Yeah, I had a big problem with Hannah. She not only gives him the time of day. She then ends it with a kiss. She kisses him. Outra- oh, outrageous. That is absurd. <laughs> you're going to not talk to some of those other guys that are on the date and you're going to kiss this guy? Come on. That is crazy. And not only that, even worse, I'll say, she laughs at his dumb puns. I don't want to overanalyze things. <laughs> this guy has done a complete, I won't say 180 because it wasn't like he was awesome at the beginning, <laughs> but he's he's all the way over here now and it's not where you want to be. Hannah enabled this behavior mm-hmm. and I don't like it. I, I don't agree. like Hannah for it. I don't like Cam for it. Obviously, it was bad. The one good thing to come out of this was the multiple confrontations. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Outside, all surprise confrontations. One of the best pieces of camera work I've ever seen in this Mm -hmm. series. Cam's talking to the camera like a one-on-one scene, and out of the background, you can barely see it. He's coming from a distance, from deep (laughs) in the frame. Tyler C. starts walking towards the shot. But you don't know who it is. It was you a don't long... know who it is. So, at, like halfway through, you're like, "Oh, they're they're just doing it on the street. This is just some random person." But then he keeps walking into the shot, and it's Tyler C to confront his ass. I it felt like I was watching it or <laughs> something. Like, oh my god, he's about behind to get you. Yeah. He's behind you. It was great. And Cam, of course, was saying some bullshit into the camera. Absolutely. He's like, Listen, just anything go. I'm here to, you know, be bold in the blah, blah, whatever. I did a power rank. I power ranked the three confrontations. Okay. What do you got? <laughs> okay. So there's three guys that came out to kind of run up on Cam, which means he must have been talking for a long time. Yeah. Nonsense. Number three, I'm going to go with Kevin. Kind of weeks out at the end, and he backs up. This was the third guy to come out. Yeah. Uh, he's like, could have been done different, man. That's all I'm saying. And then he came in the room swearing up a storm. He also did, he was rightfully upset because he didn't get any one-on-one well, time because of this Well, that's my other nonsense. thing. I, I am not down with what Kevin did there because he wasted time to go confront Cam when he could have been using that to try to find the Bachelorette. So I, I always have a problem with that. Agreed. Uh he mentioned something about boundaries to Cam, and Cam was like, well, what are the boundaries, man? Uh, normal human behavior in American society are the boundaries here. <laughs> Just respect if you for other humans, date, please. Yeah, if you, if you wouldn't crash a group date in real life, do not do it on this show. That's kind of the boundaries, okay? <laughs> if you wouldn't hit someone in real life, don't hit someone on the show. Boundaries. Number two, Tyler C. 
This was more of an intimidate, sending a message, intimidation, mob stuff. He, this, <laughs> this was this was intimidation. You are completely right. He, it's not clear what exactly he's doing. He's just kind of strong arming him, kind of got him by the shoulder. Uh, do you know where Hannah is? He asked him that. He, yeah. Both of them know where Hannah is. He's just trying to get him to say that <laughs> he knows. When when a bigger, it's happened to me. When a bigger guy is upset with you. And he comes and put, puts he his arm around respectful, you. Puts, your, puts his arm not around you, but on the shoulder closest to him. He, rest assured, Tyler C. was giving that a little squeeze, a little, I can pop you like a great buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Number one on this power rankings, Garrett. Very respectful. Okay. Very okay. respectful, but firm. He said, listen, I don't appreciate that. I get what you're trying to do, but we don't appreciate that. Just had to let you know. Just, that's it. Hey, well done. Group day rose goes to Dustin. Were you surprised by this? No, because no one else seemed to really get too much time. And like I said, I didn't love Peter's one-on-one time, so I wouldn't have given it to him either. God. And Dustin, you got to keep in mind, Dustin got hurt. He like rolled an ankle or something. That's huge. During, so he's got, this is like a pity. I hurt you by having you do this insane roller derby competition. So I'm going to give you this rose. Getting hurt on a group date. And if you can make it to the nighttime portion, because sometimes they are in the hospital, <laughs> gets you a group date rose. Yep. Cocktail party. Um, in a in a night of unprecedented things, I, this might have been the strangest beginning to a cocktail party I've ever seen. What was going on here, Rim? Hannah distraught. Why? The violins are going. The mood is solemn. She starts crying during her speech. I thought, okay, a Someone, family member family died. Member At the away. very least, yeah. a family member died. That's what I thought. That's exactly what I was thinking, too. The gist I got from this was that she's she's excited What's going about on? this. She's excited <laughs> about the process, but it's kind of scary. I don't I know. I couldn't piece together what where the emotions were coming from we got a long season here hannah we got it you can't this is too early there's tons of throwaway people here you're gonna throw away three guys tonight and you're not gonna give it a second thought these and these guys don't care either at this point it's it's so early she did mention this decision's really hard and it no it was not not. the decision's not that i would say you have two more episodes of it not being a hard decision at this agreed I th- I almost feel like her dog legitimately died or something, and they cut it out. There's just no real explanation. No- and f- the way they presented it to us was like, this is bad. This and is like wasn't. something at the end of the season, like when it's three people, and it's, it is a tough decision. Like, am I going to make a mistake that's going to change the rest of my life? Connor S. pulls her aside. Hold up, just- Rim. We got to talk well, about manners I'm just fine. for a second, I'm flying through. Can we talk about manners for a second? The girl's up there crying. She's, I got a sniffle counter rim. One of the you see sniffles. Yeah. She sniffled seven times before anyone offered her a Kleenex. Okay. And it was Big Mike. Credit and to the, Big Mike. Now, yeah. Big Mike apologists. It was Big Mike, the man who eventually did offer it. But if just a little tip, if there's 20 guys there and none of you have the common sense to offer this girl a Kleenex. Well, if you don't have any access to Kleenex, maybe you don't. You're a little hesitant to say something. That's a two, that's a plus two on the sniff seven, counter. 
Sniffles. So seven's inexcusable. Seven's inexcusable. I don't know who had the Kleenexes in his pocket, but that guy should have been on it from the beginning. <laughs> yeah. What is going on? Say, hey, I carry these for this purpose, actually. Seven, Go ahead. Seven, when it reached like four, like one or two, okay, I don't have any Kleenexes. I'm not going to, I'm going to let her keep going. But when she kept doing it, and she was, she was doing it like, she, she was sniffling so much that it was, I think she wanted someone to offer some Kleenex. That's the only explanation. Uh, Either that or maybe the guys were just waiting for a reason for her to be crying. There didn't seem seem to be just my devil's advocate. Uh, Next up, Connor S. pulls her aside first, which is smart because he didn't get a date that week, even though he's kind of a babe. So surprising. He got a kiss first week. This is what you're supposed to do when you don't get a date, Mm -hmm. Cam. Get some time at the cocktail party. Connor seems nice. I actually have him going very far. So this one-on-one time felt good. This felt good. I have him in the top four. Wow. Okay. So I'm glad that she kind of reassured him a little bit. Um, It surprised me, but they did kiss. Anything else on Connor? No, just like you said, he handled it well. And she she apologized for not giving him a date. I'm assuming he's going to... I think she feels comfortable with him and didn't need to get to know him anymore at this point. That happens once in a while. I yeah. feel like maybe Rachel and Brian didn't go on a one-on-one date for a while because she was like, dude, you're good. Like, don't worry about it. Yeah, um, you're, you're good. Kevin uh, did a little scream into the sky bit. Kind of worked. I did, liked is it. Is he in the military? Is that what? He said he's in like the military. Yep. He's, he said he's in the military. Um, I, I thought he was sweet. He's coming with the yes ma'ams. You know, if you're saying yes ma'am, uh, but, yep. that's going to win me over. Okay. It's going to, it's, yeah, that's a good Southern thing too. I feel mm-hmm. like, like, yes, ma'am. It's, that's the weight of the heart. Yep. Military heart. background, military background, <laughs> discipline AB, probably what kept him from putting Cam through a table on the group date. <laughs> <laughs> from putting hands on Cam. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh, speaking of Cam, is that Cam's music? <laughs> what in the world was are this? Play, are you going to play some music there? I should. Maybe what should join the, the clown or something? Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> you know, maybe like the ice cream song, something clowny. <laughs> what in the world was this? Another unprecedented. Power hey, move, got- Rim. Spin zone. <laughs> this was a power move. It wasn't your usual, lem- can I steal her with a, no. with a bad steal? He comes with, I got something planned for both of you. That would have me shook if I were the other guy. Like, and it did have on? him shook. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Me? Cam walks them both down to a picnic, basically. Rose petals in a heart shape. And the three of them sit down there. Hannah's got both of them by the hand in an awkward walk. And then Cam and Hannah just share a moment. And what's this guy's name? Kevin? Kevin. Kevin yeah. just is sitting there like a chump. Staring. Fuming. He's got nothing. I would have taken some. Um, I would have taken some of the chicken nuggets that Cam had. I don't think you mentioned that oh, he had yeah. a chicken nugget feast. He had chicken nugget feast. McDonald's, I might add. They looked like McDonald's Those for sure. McDonald's but they, I will say that Burger King has made theirs look more like McDonald's. That's in the true. Recent I think but they can, were McDonald's. You can still though. tell. You can I still think tell because Burger King's more brown. Burger you're King's talking darker brown. You're listening to <laughs> the best. What, is, what do you say about <laughs> the interracial <laughs> best friend? The top <laughs> one. Yeah. Chicken nugget. <laughs> aficionados in the game also there was one year in high school and this is true 
<laughs> there was one year in high school where we went out. We went to McDonald's every single day for lunch. We went out, drove to McDonald's, and went back and sat in the cafeteria and ate McDonald's chicken we nuggets. Had open lunch and some cheeseburgers every day. Period. Yep, every day, every single day. We <laughs> chicken ate nuggets. McDonald's. You think we don't know our cheese or chicken nuggets? Those are McDonald's <laughs> chicken uh, nuggets. What's on a fast food menu? That ain't us talking. Please <laughs> know all the menus by heart. Anyway, uh, Kevin was bothered by this, of course, of as course, he should be. Of course. He's, he's an idiot for going along with it in any scenario, but made for a funny moment. Kevin goes back into the house, complains a little bit. Cam comes back in the house, and Kevin decides to toss chicken nuggets in Cam's <laughs> face and say, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Which was really funny, all, I thought. All his military training went out the window <laughs> when he saw that shit-eating yeah. grin on Cam's face <laughs> walk back in. Yeah, hey, what's going on, man? <laughs> that was pretty fun, wasn't it? Why don't you go fuck yourself, Cam? <laughs> toss, these, toss these nuggets at you. Not something I would have done, because nuggets are nuggets. That's four wasted nuggets on the ground. That's true. That's true. Classic bachelor situation, AB, where an idiot does something annoying and someone else loses it and comes off way worse. <laughs> Cam's Kevin coming off like, fine. I want you to understand. Yeah. Cam came off fine. Like he ended up stealing her, but also kind of somehow got away with not it not looking like he stole her by bringing him like, along. It was way yeah. worse than a normal yeah. steal, but it don't didn't come you, off that way to him. But you you can come along if you want, man. No problem. <laughs> Anyway, uh, that was a great moment. Uh, poor Kevin, coerced by the producers to toss these nuggets, and his reputation is forever sullied by it. Cam is making he's he's. Do you think Cam's the villain at this point? I think Cam is the clown villain, and I think Luke Luke will be the actual the villain, bad, the bad boy villain. He's the long term villain. I don't think Cam makes it to hometowns or anything like that. It's just but interesting, it's interesting that Cam, there's two. Cam's going about it a different way, and he's almost—he's like you, you said it well, clown villain. Like he's laughing at your face while also doing these shitty things to you. People are thrown off by his tactics. Yeah, these are two. I've never seen anything like he sh in in one episode. He did two things I have never seen. He did. He came to a group date that he was not involved in, and got one on one time, and it worked. And he also stole time during the, the cocktail hour and brought that person along with him to rub it in his face. It's just unprecedented stuff here. The things you're describing are like social, uh, not norms, but whatever the opposite of norm yeah. is, like something that people just don't do. So everyone is just thrown off by. Exactly. Oh, like, what does this guy do? I <laughs> didn't even consider that these things would be a possibility. What Luke is doing is what, you know, people do on this show yeah. and in life. He's the bad boy, Mr. Steal Your Girl. Might be in it for the wrong reasons. Who knows? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Cam is like throwing everybody off. <laughs> Tyler C. one-on-one -on -one time quickly. Uh, we're hanging out in the driveway. My question is, why are you not? There's day beds by the pool. Okay, go back to the day beds. There's lighting back there. Why is everyone sitting, sitting like in the driveway? Stoop. Yeah. Silly. Uh, Tyler C. has the look and feel of someone with the qualities of a sleazeball. Okay? But he does not appear to be that at all. Seems like a him. good dude. Yeah. And I think he really likes Hannah. What do you got on Tyler C.? Okay? I agree. I was a fan of him. Luke P., you talk about sleaze. Are you okay talking about this, A.B.? I know this you got is, kids. I don't know if you want to talk about like, some of this adult content. Please put some sort of warning on this section of the timestamp this, please. 
Yikes. It's rated R from here on out. I wouldn't have liked watching it with my parents. No, 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 Listen, this guy is forward. Just about everything Luke says is intended to, you know, make the girl melt. Panty dropper lines, AB. That's <laughs> all that's in his vocabulary. You'll learn I'm really good with my hands. A little foreshadowing, mm-hmm. confidence that you're sticking around, also implying some physical things. Luke P, that's all that in one line, AB. Naturally, of course, there's a massage table set with surrounded by candles set up in the what appears to be the dining room, the side room <laughs> by the by the front door. Um, this is what happened. Let's get to the facts. Fake massage from Luke. Dress on. Dress unzipped. Unzipped. Un- inappropriate. Dress is unzipped. Unnecessarily unzipped. Unnecessarily unzipped. He's he's not doing a real massage. He's just touching her. No, basically. bad massage. Hannah says, "Okay, take your shirt off and lay down." Wow. Open room. There's no doors on the room. This is a let's go up to a different separate room situation. Yes. You have to. Which, it wouldn't be as big a deal, honestly, if they did that. It would no. be, whoa. But it, doing it out in the open like this, take your shirt off. I'm going to give you a real massage, big boy. What did you think little, was going to happen? A little much. A little much. <laughs> big makeout. Big steamy makeout. Thankfully, Jed walks in. Shirt's off at this point. Luke's shirt is off. They look guilty. <laughs> okay, these two look like they've been caught. They look like they're surprised someone found them, which is like you're doing this, like I said, in the dining room Very near the front space. of the house. <laughs> Hannah realizes, oh God. I took this too far. Made a mistake here. I got caught up in the steaminess of this moment yep. with Luke. Insisting that he t- even Luke was like, Are you sure you want me to take my shirt off? That seems <laughs> you guys like are too right much. next you guys are right next to <laughs> I can hear people. What do you make of Jed's uh, handling of this awkward situation? Luke comes with, it's not what it looks like, I promise. <laughs> well, Luke, it looks like you're getting a shirtless massage and makeout session. Is that, is that what's... It, All right, you caught me. It's exactly what it looks like. <laughs> you got me? I thought Jed was really stunned when he turned that corner and saw this. He didn't know what to say. He... He was heartbroken. Lucky for him, he pulled it together perfectly by the time. So what happened was Jed walked in and then he's like, okay, let me give me, let me give you some time. Come, come find me when you're done. And then Hannah comes and finds him outside. Yeah. Outside. And he's, he handles it well at that point. Had that been me, uh, not sure I could have handled it as well. Jed's making jokes about it. Jed went the way that you had to go, which was joking about it because she was he realized that she was going to feel awkward about it, too. Like that was about to be an awkward conversation if he didn't make it into a joke. So he handled it well. They're having fun with it or whatever. But when your main topic of conversation is about how you just stymied what probably would have been a completely clothesless situation between the girl you like and the guy that she likes more than you it's it couldn't have felt good for jay no, it couldn't have felt good even though he, he was very nice about it and she appreciated how he handled it it still just kind of i had to come away with that with a bad taste you could tell yeah. it was it was a punch right into the gut took his breath away they got a light kiss in of like a it's like a breakup kiss <laughs> <laughs> no, i won't go that far because jen's no. here to stay i think jen's yeah. here to stay but uh, I don't know. If it were me, I'd been like, are you giving the rest of us a fair shot here? Would this happen with anyone else? I don't think so. No way. I don't think that Hannah and anyone else would have done that. No, no. way. 
Uh, let's go to the rose ceremony. AB, you got the Google spreadsheet open? Yeah. Because I think I made an error in how we did it. Here are, here's where the order of the roses. Tyler G got the one-on-one rose. Mm-hmm. Jed got a group date rose. So he's good anyway. So he's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dustin got a group date rose. In order at the ceremony, Tyler C, Garrett, Devin, Connor S, Luke P, Dylan, Luke S, Big Mike, Peter, Devin, I have Devin on there twice, that's not right, Kevin, Jonathan, Joey, Mateo, John Paul Jones, Grant, and Cam gets the final rose. No roses are Darren, Connor J, and Matthew S. Here's a list of people who got kisses. Tyler G, Jed, Dustin, Tyler C, Connor S, Luke P, and Cam. Okay. okay. Mike and Peter have not kissed her yet on screen that we've seen. Nope. Unlike most episodes, a lot happened after the rose ceremony here. Let's talk about this quickly. Luke P goes, all right, fellas, have a good night. And like waves, I don't know why. What do you mean have a good night? We sleep in the same room. You were like on my top bunk. There's six of us sleep. What do you mean have a good night? Where are you going? Where are you going, Luke? What do you think you're doing? And the answer is he's going to talk to Hannah in the interview room. What do you make of this, AP? He's bullying his way through this season, just sucking up all the time. Bullying a china shop, this guy. He... And no one's doing a damn thing about it, Rim. That's the problem. Because they're all worried about Cam. You're worried about the wrong villain right now. There's one that's skyrocketing to the top. And you're worried about this this guy, Cam. Because he walked in with a rose probably the first night. You're you're worried about the wrong guy. Luke is getting all the extra time. He if you forgot, Rim, when she went outside and was crying in the first episode because she had to send Scott home. Who was there? Luke, Luke. P. Now, wow. wow. This opportunity, which isn't, wasn't really even an opportunity to get some extra time with Anna, who's there? Luke. Great points. Uh, he's not getting the attention he deserves as a front runner, I think, from the other guys. Like he's you really said. not. Because he's doing a lot of it kind of behind closed doors, mm-hmm. almost. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing outside, the the thing in the massage room, this after the ceremony, talking with her in the um, the interview room, gets her to sit on his lap, which is just a classic guy at the bar who never goes home alone move, in my opinion. <laughs> That's Luke P. Why don't you come sit on my lap, honey? She does. Now, to her credit, Hannah expressing a little bit concern about the love you stuff, mm-hmm. but Luke's lines get him out of it, frankly. They really do. He says, everything I'm telling you is 100% real, I am promise. And he whispers it to make it seem like he didn't want the cameras to hear it, but he whispers. They're sitting. Hey, there's a boom mic. They sat there's right underneath him. Yeah. Huge mic. <laughs> And they're in the interview room. It's loaded with cameras and microphones. He might be telling the truth, okay, that he really is just like no, I don't obsessed even want, with this I girl don't on even TV. want to justify that. You don't want to entertain the I don't want to entertain the truth. No, I don't think he's being truthful. I think he's a sleazeball, okay? Whether he is or he isn't, this is working. And I cannot yeah. imagine a scenario where Hannah doesn't meet Luke's family. It's tough to imagine at this point. See, I kind of think something's going to happen. Like, this guy, I don't... The house is going to turn on him, okay? 
And usually when the house turns on someone, it's not good for them. I hope I, I hope so. I don't want to see I don't I'm not rooting for her to end up with Luke. I'll put it that way. Yeah. There's some other guys I would rather see because I think there's they're better, more genuine connections. This guy is pulling out all the stops, so to speak. And like you said, he's he's kind of doing what Cam does. I believe he said at some point, like, I, you know, when I know what I want, I go for it. Yep, and exactly. then he just steps on a lot of toes on the way. That, I'm just not a fan of, of the way Luke P is going about his business. Hey, and we could be wrong. I don't think we are. But you just said you won't even entertain the possibility of us being wrong. Yeah, so. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Every time he talks, it, it shoots up a red flag for me. Okay, we've gone long, uh, so we're going to skip the mailbag this week. Sorry to everyone. Thank you to everyone who wrote in, uh, including some people who, quote, needed to drop some agricultural truth on us about California AB. There's a couple of large groups of people who need to apologize. And okay. It's everyone in California. Yeah, I wanted to say. And, I, I figured- and everyone who's ever uh, been involved in the airline industry. That's Go what ahead. I was, when, when, you, when you were saying rose bag, I was just anticipating getting hammered. There was a California <laughs> agriculture, all doctorates, people that have doctorates. Um, oh, no, nothing from them. Nothing from them. Okay, nothing, we're good. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think there might have been one more. Listening back, I mean, just. Listen, the the first episode is like that. We roast st- occupations. We're just saying. With stereotypes. We're just, we're just saying we don't. Stuff. We didn't know what we were talking about. Obviously, I respect California agriculture. Uh, well, that's a big leap for you to say. Wow, I don't mean it, Rib. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> getting beating them back off. Yeah, getting them back off you a little bit. Shout out to Elizabeth in San Diego. Gave us some uh, like infograph, very helpful infographics. Piqued my interest. Okay. Anyway, we no mailbag this week. Uh, is there a specific question you want from the mailbag next week, AB? I want to know if these people believe that Luke is genuine. I assume okay. it's mostly people. Is there anyone out there that thinks this is a legitimate? Defend Luke. Do, is there defend any, are there Luke. any Luke defenders out there? Okay, that's a good way for us to knock at any mailbag submission. So good question. 773-234-7794. Here's my quick take, and then we're going to the Batch Bracket Fantasy League update. We're joking about Mike. We like Mike. Blah, blah, blah. He's the man. Rim and AB basically always pick a guy or two every season that we get behind. It was Kenny, uh, sure. King from Rachel's season. Alexis. Uh, sure, Alexis. Here's here's my take about Mike, and I don't have it written down, but I have it's in my it's in my gut. I think we're looking at the next bachelor, A B. I do too. I really do. I'm not just saying I'm not this. either. I was I'm not just saying that it. I think he's is, the these one. These are two independent thoughts from Rim and AB. Yes. We did not talk this. about this. I think he has what it takes to be the first black bachelor. Okay. He's what do you got, mean by that? What do you mean has what it takes? He there's has, some, it takes something. He is electric on screen and he's a presence in every room that he's in. You could, anytime when he was on that group day, it, he was the leader. He's just got that little it, the something that you he's need. He's got a great smile. And he's got the look. I already said he's got one of the best smiles I've ever seen in my life. Yes. Um, he, I think he's genuine. The guy, uh, the, the, when he, the home thing, when he went and visited his great grandmother was mm-hmm. great. He's firm with the other guys. He's not afraid to mix it up, but he's always in the right when he's mixing it up, at least so far. He's an Air Force vet. Keep that in Air mind, Force too. Air Force vet. Yep. Respect the troops. That's a, that's a good thing. Yep. 
he makes you feel good when he's on screen. And I think Mike is. I think I just think Mike's the guy. I think Mike's the guy. I agree, hundred percent. Some people in the mailbag mentioned it too. I don't see anybody. Maybe someone else who emerge as the obvious choice. But I think Mike's the guy. I think I really. I think he's gonna. I'm not saying I'm rooting for it. I'm saying I think it's going to happen. Mike is an ex bachelor. Batch bracket. I'm glad you agree. I figured you'd agree. I, I had agree. more to back up my my take, but um, let's go to the batch bracket fantasy league quick. We have 853 people in the league. So thank you to everyone who signed up and everyone who filled out their brackets. The top. Can you do the math on your phone for me, please? 851, 53 times 15 percent. Just a second. You do that, and I'm going to read off the the people who got, I believe, perfect brackets on night one. 36 points. Addison L, Marissa M, Zaria F, Asia J, Kelsey W, Kem D, Lillian C, Allison H, Melissa B, Justine E. All got 36 perfect brackets on night one. Congratulations. What's the number, AB? 127. The top 127 and ties will be eligible to win the prize. That's top 15%. Um, so thank you again to everyone who participated. I, I am at 381. I have 32. So I missed, I must've missed two or three. I don't, I don't know exactly how this How am I doing? There's 853 people. I'm not going to go through all these. The problem is that you can only see like 20 on a page. Okay. Gotcha. So I'd have to go through all the pages. Are you on the front page? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm not on the front page. Okay. It tells you your score when you're. Oh, gotcha. Quickly, let's do our top four and then wrap this up. A B long episode. Here are my top four right now, in order of likelihood of winning. Number four, Mike. Number three, Tyler C. Number two, Connor S. Okay. No date, but a kiss and reassurance. Connor S. Number one, Luke P. Wow. Obviously. Okay. Let's hear yours. I'm going to go with Jed number four. I'm an idiot. Can I redo mine? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. Jed. Too late. God damn it. Mike number three. Connor number two. Peter number one. I'm not having Luke in there right now. I need to redo my whole thing. I really don't think he's going to make hometowns. I don't think so. I think something's going to come up before then. I really do. He's too much of a scumbag. He's not going to he's he's <laughs> he's going to make a mistake, Rim. Like it's been flawless so far what he's done. He's going to make a mistake and it's going to come crashing down. The previews indicate that he runs into trouble. Can I can I officially strike my top 4 from the record, please? <laughs> Once it's in, it's in, Rim. Sorry. <laughs> Cuz I forgot about Jed. I don't even have him as getting a rose. I don't know how that's possible. I don't have him on the list and I didn't have I did I just overlooked Peter. If I if I were allowed to redo my top four, I would include Peter and Jed instead of Connor and whoever. Tyler Jed C. got the it, group rose, right? Oh, I didn't scroll up far enough. Okay. Wow. All right. I want your top four. Just let that be known. <laughs> my top four is yours. Okay. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Again, appreciate everybody who wrote in. Sorry we didn't get to the mailbag this week. Thanks for playing the Batch Bracket Fantasy League. Um, those are locked, by the way. Those picks are locked. We told you how to do it last week. If you did it wrong, apologize. But that's the way she goes. Uh, please follow on Instagram and Twitter at Rosecast Podcast. 
and listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, everywhere else. We appreciate you sharing it with your friends as well, spreading the gospel of the Rosecast. Talk to you guys later, unless AB has a big wrap-up speech. Nope. Talk to you later. softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.